it's based off of the one. That's where everything springs from. So how did we get so far away from that concept? How, how did we move from the recognition that, or I'll put it in my own words, I can't do this on my own. I can't do this by myself. I need my creator to continue to guide me in the direction that I need to go in. So how did we as, as a church move so far away from the conceptual idea of bringing people to the one to get what it is that they need to be able to move, for, move forward? When the scripture says, seek ye first, the kingdom of God, right? And in Luke chapter 17, verse 20 and 21, it said, when the Pharisees and Sadducees approached Christ and asked him concerning the kingdom of God, what is it? He said, when I be seen by low here, low there, nor by careful observation, the kingdom of God is within, right? Correct. So while I'm seeking within myself for all of his righteousness, when I looked inside myself, the first thing I saw was not righteousness. We identified with sin. We saw the evil natures of ourselves. We saw our desires. We saw our passions. And unfortunately, a lot of us were not strong enough to pull ourselves away from those, even those in higher positions, mm -hmm. even those in our church, in our clergy. So upon following the instructions of the Bible, seek ye first the kingdom of God, when those who know the truth realize that it's inside of themselves to look, they say, dang, if we get everybody else to look inside of themselves, either one or two things going to happen. They're going to transform into masters and be ye perfect like Christ, or they're going to turn back into the beasts in which we have tried to evolve from them. Going on with you, I think the issue for me, instead of the church and the issue where we are now, going on with you said that Church in itself has become a business, right? It's, it's become business, it's become politics. The uh, drive of it, the focus of it has been that, be it what building we're going to build, how big it's going to be, how much is it going to cost. So now the back line has become more of a focus. No one is dealing with the building stage. No one does deal with uh, returning to, to God, returning to Christ, and, and building my image and getting away from my sin nature because that, that's the state of the church. You build a building, I build one big. You got a hundred members, can I have three hundred? You got three hundred, can I have a thousand? So all the minutiae, which is not even in the scripture, but it's become the focus. All that has become the focus instead of the church. We're more concerned about our building, what that package looks like, and what I can present every Sunday. Which, you know, to all those that do, there's no knock against that. But that's just become the focus. And that is the tradition of the Christian church since it was built into in, in, in its existence, in its birth. Well, I will say this. Uh, one of the ideas of, uh, back to what Adam was uh, speaking of, is that we have a belief that upon this truth, I will build my church. Well, because of the English language, we have to try to go back as far as we can to that language. So the idea is that it comes from two words, ek and klesia, or ekklesia, this idea of I'm going to bring, pull a group out and then send that group back. And that was the idea. Uh, the concept of being in the world but not of the world. Right. The uh, 
going to, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. So what I teach my group uh, that I work with uh, consistently is that uh, you've been spiritually called out and then sent back. Now, don't go back like Carter G. Woodson talked about. Don't go back as the miseducated Negro. You know, the Negro gets a little education. Now he can't see how to help anybody. We are responsible for reaching into hell. So what's hell? If I'm in a domestic violence relationship, that's hell. If I'm struggling in drugs and alcohol, that's hell. If I am struggling with uh, molestation and rape and incest, that's hell. And so this group has to be strong enough, one, because they've been through enough hell, strong enough to come out, identify what their hell looks like, and then go back into that hell and tell somebody in that hell that you can look inside yourself and see that there is a God center in you. Right. That God works in you. You don't have to be in this hell. There is, because again, the text says, be holy as I am. So you have the capacity to be everything that you need to be. If you would A, look inside yourself. And then because I do believe in the scriptures, look into the scriptures. Right. And allow the scriptures to speak to you. Remind yourself of things that say, I came that you may have life and have it in its abundance. That doesn't mean you're going to have a Mercedes, a penthouse, but your life will be lived at such a level that is so abundant that you can reach back into the hells of other people's lives and help them come forward, right? So, so what happens is a friend of mine told me, and he's a friend of mine, I, I like the guy, he said, man, I hate church. I hate you churches, man. And I, and I couldn't disagree with the brother. I was like, okay, brother, so tell me why. And he made the point of what you just said. We go into these poor neighborhoods mm -hmm. and build this big old I love me building, right? Mm -hmm. Here's what they're altars to ourselves. Yeah, so here's what happens in this poor neighborhood, though. Same way we hate gentrification. I get the big old church building next door, your property value just went up. It means your taxes just went up. And and this is what he said to me. And y'all don't pay no taxes. <laughs> no. See, I'm not going to pay any taxes on my big old church building because I'm a certified 501c3, right? But my neighbor going to pay taxes. The people around me going to pay taxes. And those taxes are going to be altered based on how much I love myself get built. So we have an idea where we're, 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 we're absolutely community focused because we are the church. Yeah, the scriptures say that. Yeah. And so, I mean, yeah. expounding on that yeah. about the state also, state is a big word. Mm -hmm. The mental state, the spiritual state, the psychological state, all of that has mm -hmm. to be looked at first. When we start okay. talking about this church. Right, yeah, right. Because if we're already agreeing that the body of Christ are the human beings, we're the, we're the church, mm -hmm. right? Therefore, no building is really considered the church. Except except when we read Webster. Yeah, Webster. Exactly. Webster called the church. Absolutely. Exactly. And we lost it. But yeah, we lost it. Yeah, we lost it. <laughs>
Well, I want to go back right quick with something that you said, um, Pastor Howard. One of the things that I think we as a people, um, as a community, um, as a, a nation, have to begin to realize that the things that we go through in life are meant to help us become stronger and to discover who we are truly um, from the inside out, discover who we are. So in order for me to go in to the hell I came out of and offer that same hope to somebody else and help them find their way out of it, I've got to be willing to be transparent. Right. I've got to be willing to be open. Well, and that's like, where the like, comes from. Like uh, what, what, what Prince was pointing out. I, here's what's interesting. And, and you guys will tell me if you agree with this or not. But here's what's interesting. Let me push back one thing you said. If I go with what uh, Adam said. I don't have to be willing. Here's why. Because when I come out, I take a text like, be transformed by the renew- so now so now you see yeah, what I'm saying yeah. so now where where I know I'm off to you yeah I no longer I no longer live for me yeah. so now so now it's like you know you go to these churches for Christ I live for Christ I die you know this kind of thing right but if I truly looked inside myself right seeing that it's more than the buildings and these things and and I'm truly redeemed and I'm transformed by the renewing so we got to talk about state. By the renewing of my mind, which means that there was something wrong with me. Exactly. So, so, so my state of mind was messed up. But we've, yeah. So then basically, all in a nutshell, as we've yeah. been saying, the, the focus of who God is yeah. has been removed. Yeah, exactly. This, it has been just, removed. Which, which, become, which becomes, if you say the state of the church, we yes. go back to what Adam said. The, the mind of the church, has the been mental right. position of the church has been so far removed from this, and, and let me say it like this, this lofty, higher idea of ourselves. Because God brings us to a loftier, higher idea of who we really are, a deeper essence of, of this thing, right? Which should be certain. Right, which is where we should be. But, but we have reduced, right? By adjectives that defined us. Now I do identify and define when people talk to me. I talk about black people. You know, uh, we've been through African American, Negro, colored, Negro. You know what I mean? This thing, right, right, right. Because our moon where we identify with that I have a derogatory. Right, we, we get <laughs> so, <laughs> right. So we just like, all right, listen, let's roll. But because we went from a lofty idea of. Oh, I thought I was guilty. I think I was guilty. I think it was. We were from this lofty, powerful idea of being children of God, people of the Most High God, reduced to Negro. You know, boy. What can I say Ooh. with that? Yeah, we've remained in the lofty state of mind. Yes. But our loftiness has been built on shaky foundations. Okay. So, so we, we left the God idea. And we, we started trying to put stuff under there. But when faith is the substance of things hoped for. So so what should be holding us up is this idea of God that we have within us. Right. 
But our foundations are the buildings, but the foundations are our cars, yeah. the foundations yeah. are our house. Yeah, that stuff is it becomes and it shapes our state. I'm lofty in that, but I'm lofty because I've achieved because I'm holding a level of and, and, and yeah, I'm holding because I got right, stuff. Right, don't don't have the stuff make me hold. Right, right. <laughs> and then then that's when we look and the evidence is clear. So you'd rather me come inside of your church building the entrance inside of your true kingdom, right? Right, you know what I'm saying. You will not allow me into your kingdom because you're not even allowed into your. Well, own because because you're not I, into your kingdom. But because I designed this building for right. your interest, right? For your taste, I put all my resources. You, you do everything. Yeah. This is yeah, the good package. This is the, the. You said it. This is the best. I have. I'm the best church in this city. Have you? Listen, I went to a church. This is no knock on the pastor, none. But I thought it was absolutely hilarious. I went to a church in Dallas, Texas. This pastor in his church has a state-of-the-art aquarium. And when you walk in on Sunday mornings, he's got deep-sea marine divers cleaning the glass and the thing where these eloquent uh, fish dwell. And his idea of this fishes of men thing, right? With this, this kids walk in and they're like, oh, ah. And this, and this is the drawing card. It's not. It's no longer a lofty view of God. It's no longer a lofty view of how do I transform my state, come out of my hill, with the and then take that same power and go back and try to help somebody else in their hill to see that inside of them dwells a God, inside of them dwells a kingdom, inside of them dwells power and dominion, and they're not their car, they're not their things, or I'm not making. Right, right. Okay, I'm going to hold you right, right there. Right, I'm going okay, to stop yeah. the conversation right there okay. because I think it, it goes back to us. Uh -huh. It goes back to how we identify who we are. Okay. If, if I'm going to believe in Christ, if I'm going to believe in this Christianity thing, but I never identify with it, then how am I actually going to do any of that? How am I going to find that center? Let's ask this question then. What is the identity, right? What, what, what is the a identity? Sheep. You're supposed to be considered a sheep, a slave, a blind follower. Well, that's right. what you're supposed to so be. So it's been watched, right? It's been yeah. watched and wiped down. Time out. So what, what is that? What is that then? What I'm, what I'm saying is that in the very beginning, you were taught to have Blind faith. So she's saying, if you have an identity, your eyes is closed. You ain't supposed to have an identity. Zero yourself out, balance yourself. Anybody who has pride or has an identity is going against your Christian faith. I so believe it's become that, and it's in its inception. That's, 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 that's how it was taught to you. You was taught to be a follower of blind faith, to be a passive sheep led to the slaughter, and Christ got you. Right or wrong? There's a lot of yeah, that. yeah. Okay, so your identity off top that is being instilled in you is to become a passive sheep led to the slaughter. They don't care. Christ got you. Turn the other cheek. Lay down. Let do let him after you do this. Pay your taxes to Caesar. Do whatever you're supposed to do. Right? Mm -hmm. Which takes us all the way back to the original forms of aesthetics. When those big Roman cathedral Catholic churches were built in beauty in the name of splendor. Mm -hmm. But you walk inside of it, 
it'd be so dark and thick you can't even breathe because they're so ugly in there. But you go to a little mom and pop little store outside and see them reading a little Bible back there, you feel the serenity. That's what's that's what we're talking about here. We're talking about the political aesthetics from the true kingdom, which is within the pastors, the leaders of our community, not allowing us to enter their own kingdom because they are barred from their kingdom. The scripture said, unless you humble yourself like a child, unless your humility supersedes that of the Pharisees and the Sadducees, and humble yourself like a child, you will not enter into the kingdom. And that's why I was saying, I think, I believe the identity of everything, going to what you were speaking of, which was good what you're saying, it's become a thing of, I need you to identify with me. I'm the head of this. Yeah, I'm your I leader. This. I'm, I'm your leader. leader. I'm your sheep herder. That's it. You think like I'm, I'm the shepherd. Oh, yeah. right. I'm, I'm the shepherd. Right. And now we, we've taken that right. to too far. Master and slave mentality. Right. And how dare you how dare you have a free thought? How right. dare you have a question? How dare you have... Better yet, before we get to that, how dare you think free enough to think that what you can do or what you can achieve just understanding God yourself. But what the hardest thing <laughs> you find out with preachers and ministers, period. And don't be a woman because you ain't supposed to talk. Well, there you go. You're saying, what is the truth? We just said what the truth is. But they say, but right. with that, right. it becomes, you won't find preachers or prophets or ministers, however time you want to go by, you will not find them that will say something as simple as, here's what I'm going to give you what's been shared and what's been imparted to you. Go home and read. Now, 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 I have let, to let hold me, on a second well, before you go there. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, because I actually was trained that way. That's how I was trained. That's how I was brought up. Do not take my word for it. The Bereans will go back in there like the Bereans did and search those scriptures and find it out for yourself. And I think for someone like me, because number one, I'm a female, number two, I'm a minister, and number three, I'm educated. That's a trifecta that is dangerous in any black. any black church, any black community, anywhere in the world. I don't care who you are. And so the challenge that we run into is our millenniums are well-educated. Mm -hmm. When I took my Bible classes at Butler University, <laughs> I had atheists mm -hmm. who taught me the Bible. So when we did our discussions and whatnot, I had to be able to speak up why I believe, mm -hmm. what this looks like. Mm -hmm. And when I took that same education and knowledge back, it was not received. We're going to take a commercial break. Be sure to continue listening to the State of the Church Conversation. This is your girl, Michelle, where girls talk real talk. Because when girls and guys talk, information is disseminated. Hi, I'm Chanel Jones, the um, owner and CEO of Savvy Taxes and Business Consulting. So what we do is provide um, tax preparation services, credit repair, and we also do business startups. So really we're just a, a financial service and we um, service individuals and small businesses. Today I want to talk about um, the top four things, the top four things that you can do with your tax refund. Now the number one thing you want to do or you can do is pay your bills, pay, pay your bills down. So what's going to happen 
if it's going to leave you more money on the table where you're not living paycheck to paycheck. At least right after tax season, that is. Number two is starting a business. I took some notes, so um, starting a business would be number two. Starting a business is going to help you create another stream of income. And who don't need a, another stream of income, right? So that's not only going to create that stream of income, it's also going to help you not live paycheck, paycheck to paycheck for the rest of the year, right? So then we have credit repair, what you call credit cleanup. So with doing um, cleaning your credit, what that's going to do is um, it's going to take you, sometimes credit can take you further than money. And just being able to make a purchase on credit worthiness is going to save you thousands if you're purchasing a car and sometimes maybe tens and hundreds of thousands if you plan to purchase a house. So definitely think about cleaning your credit because it can do, it can work wonders. The fourth and the last thing, these are tax tips. The fourth and the last thing you want to do is if you're not spending it on paying your bills down, if you're not spending it on starting a business, or if you're not spending it on cleaning your credit, the, the other thing you can do and you should do is create a savings. A lot of people say you want to create a savings for a rainy day, but it doesn't matter. You want to create a savings for a rainy day, a snowy day, a sunny day, a cold day, a hot day. It doesn't matter. Um, that's just going to give you breathing room, right? And back to it, it's going to help you not live pay paycheck to paycheck. So if something comes up, you're not scrambling and asking and borrowing and scraping trying to get money from other people because you already save for that rainy, snowy, cold day. Okay? So those are the top four things that you can do with your tax return to invest in yourself. And all of it is an investment. If you guys don't know me, my name is Chanel Jones of Savvy Taxes. And if you want to get, get connected and stay connected, you can reach us at 630-201-7441. You can also like us and follow us on our social media accounts. We're on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. And the only thing you do is look for Savvy Taxes 1. The last and final way you can contact us is through our website. Now, this is going to be easy. It's www.chanelljones.com, right? So, thank you guys. I look forward to seeing you again. This will not be the only tax tip that you get from us. Thank you again. I am Chanel Jones of Savvy Taxes. This is your girl, Michelle, back from our commercial with Savvy Taxes. Continue listening to the discussion on the state of the church. So, uh, the idea, the idea uh, of sheep, and, and that, that has been perpetuated on us in such a major way, uh, in, a, in a way absolutely uh, derogatory and bastard of the principle teaching, right? Mm -hmm. It is actually Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's the bastard way of doing it. It's like what you said about black. You know, you take something as beautiful as a, a a black stone, but if you read these, it's so bastard. It's like black is nasty, it's trifling, it's defiling. Mm -hmm. So the idea of being a sheep was not to be so much a, a weak individual, but it's to be one who would be willing to follow. And serve. Right? Because God is to be followed. God is to be followed. Mm -hmm. Follow what I'm saying now. I didn't say, Pat, now, I do believe the text that when, when Paul writes this, and, and I, I am a 21st century Christian, believing in the entire scriptures, when Paul writes this idea that he says, follow me, but follow me as, as I, I follow, follow Christ. Christ. Right? Yes. So if I'm off, 
That's you got to know. You got to know him for yourself. To know if I'm off, there you go. Because if you don't know him, then I can say Jim so Jones type stuff. Pass. You know what I mean? And 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 so Jim Jones gives everybody to drink the Kool Aid because they follow me, right? So in the black church, historically, the most articulate, the most with pseudo education or miseducation or whatever, in the black church was the pastor. Now that's that's historically how it one from one from the, the, the wretchedness of slavery, that's the one they allowed to read English. Now I push back when people say slaves couldn't read. I think it's the most derogatory, disrespectful thing you can say. Those uh, folk who were captured from the continent of Africa could read. They couldn't read English, but they could read Swahili. They could read whatever their native tongue was. They struggled with reading English. So it wasn't that they couldn't read. They couldn't read English, right? These were intelligent people. So, so, so you take one of them and you teach them English, a bastard version of the king's English, right? So they learn this version, which then gives them this pseudo kind of bravado Strips the Jew essence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I'm over this group, right? So that kind of stuff stayed with us. Like a lot of stuff in slavery stayed with us, right? So in the culture now, what younger people are saying, and, and older people too, are saying, listen, we've been reading, and we've been studying, and we've been looking. And so the state of the church, if it's not, if the leaders have not dealt with their own internal stuff, then they will keep people oppressed and, and, and marginalized and pushed aside all in the name of God. I was going to say, and you bring up a good point, and I think well, for us as black people, since we're on this, and I, I, I love it, I mm -hmm. do, uh, our history, our lineage, our ancestors, everything's constantly being stripped from us. Mm -hmm. All day long. Something's always been stripped. And now, speaking of this state of the church, us as black people and communities not being able to look at ourselves and realize the God that is within us and that kingdom be inside of us, it's not, and don't get me wrong, we're not, I, well, I'm not, I'm not speaking on every platform saying that every pastor, every leader right, is right, right, right. We're not, we're not, right. we're not. No, we're not. We're not making those statements. We would then become God because right, right, we've seen exactly. everybody been everywhere. We're just talking about our experience. But we're just, but what we are saying, there's been a lot of stripping that has happened in this day and age within our own communities. Now, right. And it's happening. Right. It's just constantly, can I find a way to put something over their eyes? Can I right. find something, some kind of way to cloud, to plug their ears? Can mm -hmm. I find some type of way to keep them held here? And we're in a, it's in, because of that, the state of the church is in a very scary, mm -hmm. unstable place. Mm -hmm. Because if anything for black people, we don't have anything else, we're going to always have our God. Now, whatever right. form that is, right. we're, right. we're going to always have our God. I want to ask y'all something, if y'all see a pattern. being watered down severely. Technically, no more, it's called prima facie. Mm -hmm. The statute, mm -hmm. which makes a law stand on what it stands on, mm -hmm. has been stripped 
and decoded. Now you have code. Mm -hmm. There, there's a certain code of conduct mm -hmm. that must go into the implementation of a law. So, if I'm in my church and I'm implementing these ten laws or ten commandments, there's certain code mm -hmm. that if this and this take right, place, we're going to take away. away. Yeah. Marcus Garvey said that. He said that's what law is. Anything that you can take away from or add to through politics. Mm -hmm. But I, I have I have to jump in yeah. here, guys, because yeah. my like. concern yeah. is this. Because I totally agree with what you're saying. Totally agree with what you're saying. My challenge then goes back to what the word of God says, that we are to add nothing to or take, away. Or take anything uh, away from. But what we find ourselves doing is that very thing. If, if I'm not living according to the spirit and the wording of the law, but now I have encoded it so that I can be okay with the sin. With the sin that I'm is existing good. within my life so that you won't judge me by it negatively. Uh, right in exactly. So, <laughs> there you go. Right in you, know, you can wear this, they can't wear this. We're going to do it this way, they're going to do it that way. We're going to worship here, you're going to worship there. So now we've got uh, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah, we just got a billion different things. And, and, let, and let's be honest, <laughs> across the board, because you mentioned it earlier and, uh, and Prince alluded to it too, that it didn't just doesn't just happen over here in this section. Islam is the same way. Yes. I know one of the things that we yes. we we have neglected here in America is that one of one of the worst best things that happened to the uh, person formerly known as Malcolm X was to go across the water and find out that that the, it was a religion, a faith that anybody who wanted to participate in could participate in. It was not the Black man's religion. Exactly. You know, faith is not owned in particular by a people, although I do believe that when you look at the people in scriptures, they were people of the darker hue. But we're not owners of the faith. Now, because we were told to go and to teach this to everybody, mm -hmm. right? And so 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 Malcolm runs into this thing where because if you look at Sunnis and all these in these different fashions of Islam. I mean, listen, let me tell you what three major religions all have in common. You take, uh, we'll take Christianity, we'll lump Judaism and Judaism into Christianity, Islam and Buddhism. Mm -hmm. Those are the three largest major religions in the world. Right. Let me tell you this. All three of them have a book. All three of them have a God. Mm -hmm. All three of them have a hero or centerpiece who never wrote anything in any of the books. Exactly. <laughs> no, like you don't read like so. Christ didn't write anything in the books. Uh, Muhammad did not write anything in the books, and even the Buddha did not write anything in the book, right? But but these ideas can be bastardized by people because oh, people sure. people have agendas and things, right? And so if when you get to America, you you've got to be you cannot. You gotta, if we're gonna talk about the state of the church, we gotta be honest and say that those uh, angry Europeans <laughs> who dissented from their country did 
did a major impact on those who they stripped and stole from other continents. Have you purchased your copy of the internationally best-selling book, As For Me and My House? This book contains stories strategically designed to help entrepreneurial creatives jump into entrepreneurship. Be sure to pick up your copy today on Amazon.com. Now watch this. Somebody asked me, do I do, I do Ancestry.com? I said, for what? I don't need that. It's a waste of money. What do you mean? There's, a, there's an African history that you can do. Okay. I still think if you live in America, born and raised in America, you will never truly find out where you because they made it clear. Because if you go back and you check the ship records, the ship records say we got this cargo from Senegal. I actually got that cargo from Haiti. Or the ship records say we got this cargo from Kenya. But you actually got that cargo from Ghana. You see, the ship record gets so messed up, and then you and they ran it down here to run it back over here to say we got this amount. So so as best we can do is trace our initial lineage back to the ship. And if we believe where the ship came from, then we try to go across the water. I'm saying all that to say you were stripped of so much more. Before that. Before you could even, before we can even start to talk about where we are from. If you don't know where you're from, like you don't know what tribe you are associated with. And I give credit to uh, brothers who, who connect themselves to the tribe of Judah. That's fine. But you cannot deductively say because you have no substance mm -hmm. to say this is how I know. We take a spiritual connection mm -hmm. and we equate, okay, the book says they'll be led across the sea in 400 years. And by, we say, okay, that's us. So we Israelites. Right. So we, 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 we don't accept that. Yeah, we, we accept that. Yeah, because we do that because that, that's the closest thing we connect to because we don't have any substance. Exactly. See, my, see, my white brother can say I'm Irish American. I'm European American. Uh, my people are from Poland. The links flags. They can go to that. Yeah. What's can I backtrack though? Because what, you said a, a, mm -hmm. a big part. What shakes the church is what I'm saying. When you no, can't no, go that far absolutely. back, it shakes up everything. But there's something you said that uh, I, I that was that was very I feel profound with this this conversation, which is we don't own the paper. We don't own the paper. It's we don't own the Right. We don't own the paper. We don't. We can't. Oh, God. The hardest thing for, for, is to say, for us yeah. is to say, I don't know. Yeah. I don't control I, it. I, I, don't. I can't. I don't know. I like to believe I can tell you where you're going to go and what you're going to do. That and I'm sorry. I like to believe yeah, that, my, my, my fallible state, this flesh, they would never subject itself. Yeah. Is that what the word says? Yeah, they would never, yeah. it does not know yeah. the will of God. We never subject yeah. itself. I like to believe I know. But it's hard for us to say, I don't. I don't know. And, and we like to believe that we own it. And that was you yeah. said that it was very, we love to believe that we own it. I have to tell my church, my church with this, I don't have answers. <laughs> like, listen, I have to admit, like, listen, hearing you say that, that is. I don't know all this. One of the, one of the biggest things that we right? deal with as, as humans <laughs> is. Feeling comfortable saying, I don't know. 
and, and, and if, if, own it, own it. Yes. And then we'll really help our state. Back to what Adam was saying, our state mm-hmm. will really mm-hmm. help our state when we go into hell and say those key words. I'm sorry. Do you know where that comes from? I'm sorry. I did. I I was wrong, and I'm sorry. What did it yeah. come from? Thank you for listening in on part one of the State of the Church discussion with Daryl, Pastor Howard, and Adam. Be sure to tune in next week for the conclusion of the discussion on the state of the church. This is your girl, Michelle, signing off and reminding you to always remember you are braver than you believe, stronger than you seem, smarter than you think, and more beautiful than you could ever imagine.